Shalom, family. This is Abba's daughter, and I'm back with another edifying episode. So, you guys, I decided that I am going to do a series regarding um, the various forms of love, okay? So, the first one, we're going to talk about loving our enemies. Now, that one right there seems to be the most difficult thing to do, loving our enemies. But the Lord tells us in his word. First, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read to you what love is according to the Bible. All right. So I'm going to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 13. Okay. And I'm going to read it. All right. And it says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Okay? So let me break this down just a little bit for you guys to understand. So he's saying that even though he can speak the tongues of men and angels, if he has not love, it means nothing. It's just noise. Okay? Then he says, and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and I have not love, I am nothing. So you could have all of these things, but without love, this is what, this is what Paul is saying. Without love, it means nothing. Okay. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not love, it profits me nothing. Are you guys beginning to see? Without love, without true love, you're nothing. You're just like everybody else. Okay? Then he goes to describe what love is, all right? Love suffers long and is kind. Love envies not. Love vaunts not itself. Let me pull that up for you guys because that's something I forgot to pull up and write down. Vaunt means. So vaunt means to make a vain display of one owns worth or attainments, to call attention to pridefully and often boastfully. So vaunting is pretty much a form of pride, okay? He says, love vaunts not itself. So it's not prideful or boastful of itself and is not puffed up. Once again, it's not prideful. It does not behave itself unseemly. So love is not... Um, distasteful, okay? It seeks not her own, is not easily provoked, and thinks no evil, okay? Rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, 
they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child, and I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, meaning we don't see things clearly. But then face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love, okay? Brothers and sisters, the world's definition of love is not this, okay? The world teaches us love in a form of lust. So the way the world teaches us love, it's a temporary feeling that feels good. But see, in all reality, love is not a feeling. Love is an action. Okay, love is a belief. Love is not does not go by feelings. I'm gonna give you an example, all right, and then we'll go into this. Okay, so I will be talking about the relationship between me and my mom simply because I know this relationship quite well, and it affected me very, very deeply. It's also very personable. And I would rather you guys be able to understand on a personal note. Um, so maybe if you're going through the same thing or you know of a situation that's similar, you may understand where I'm coming from. Because there's no more, there's, there's nothing more personable than someone that's close to you, someone that you love, okay? Now, recently... My mother, she really, really broke my heart, okay? I'm the kind of person that I love very hard. And I'm sure there are many out there who can relate to that, okay? And I do. I love hard. And when I love you, I really do. Matter of fact, I'm going to come back to the story, but I got to kind of say something else to kind of tie this together so back in 2018 I remember very clearly um, before I got into a relationship with my current fiance right now I had prayed to the Lord to um, to learn how to love with the agape love all right in the Greek agape means unconditional okay unconditional means without condition meaning whatever situation you have set up there is no condition for whatever is given to that person or situation all right so i understood that the lord loves all of us in an unconditional way all right so i asked the lord to teach me to show me how to love in the way that he loves i wanted to experience what he goes through you know, um, and I'm telling you, it's not easy. All right. That's how come I came to find that what the world teaches us what love is, is not what love is. All right. So here we are. 
with this love. Sorry, that's my cat. Just ignore her. <laughs> so here we are with this love. Okay, my mom um, recently, like I said, she broke my heart really bad. You know, um, there are people in our lives who are not who they say they are. <laughs> okay, I'm going to just put that out there. I'm very certain many of you can relate to that. But um, I had to find out a very hard and difficult way that my mother is not who she says she is. You know, the Lord tells us that um, you will know them by their fruits. So please bear with me, guys. This is still um, a fresh wound, so I'm trying to get through this. So it took everything that I had. It took every bit of strength to get through the hurt and the pain that my mom bestowed upon me. But I had to go back and reflect on some of the things that my mom has said and what she had done. And my mom, she has been through a lot of hurt and pain in her childhood, um, even into adulthood. But see, my mother developed bitterness, okay? And the Lord tells us something about that, and I'll read that in a moment. But my mom developed into a very bitter person, very bitter, um, especially against men. But see, the other thing about my mom, what I have come to find, is that she also has a particular... Um, a particular personality that is not beneficial, especially for our service for the most high. My mother is a narcissist, all right? Um, I actually did an episode on narcissistic behavior, but because my heart wasn't right at that time, I was very angry still with my mom. The Lord placed it on me not to upload that episode. So I haven't put that out because I was still freshly upset and hurt and I knew that, that that wouldn't be beneficial because it wouldn't be coming from the most high it would be coming from me and that's one thing I don't want to do is to teach something that is not of him or didn't come from him okay so my little history I've done various studies on psychology different personality disorders I've done stuff like that you know I studied those things but I've never gotten into it because the ridiculous amount of schooling you have to go through is, is crazy to just to help somebody. But anyways, so I realized that my mom has some kind of serious um, issue on top of, because she's very smart. My mom is borderline genius. I mean, I would say she is a genius. Only thing is, instead of using her genius for good, she uses it for selfish and evilness. And I've, I saw that too. And oh, Lord have mercy, that bothers me. But she also has a very narcissistic personality. And um, with my change, it, it really clashes because I tried to ignore it at one point, trying to help her understand some things. But then the Lord pretty much was like, you know, you have to see this for what it is and accept it. And I did. But moving on. So my mom. <laughs> Whew. So. The last time I talked to her, um, because my thing is, you know, I really, when, when I'm done with somebody, like, I'm not done done, but I just, I can't deal with it for a while. I just leave it alone. I give that person to the Lord, and I just, I work on myself, you know, 
keep myself from falling into a horrible trap. But the last time I talked to my mom was probably about two weeks ago. And I haven't talked to her since because I just ugh, I can't do it right now. My mom is not who she said she is. But the last thing she said to me, she said, you going to get yours, everybody that has done their dirt to me do, and you will too, right? Which is a curse. I prayed against that in the name of Yahushua. So, <laughs> like I said, I ponder things. I go back and forth on things, and I ask the Lord to help me with this. My mom is very big on revenge, okay? She believes the Lord is working for her, avenging um, the harm on other people for what they have done to her. She really does believe the Lord is personally going around and avenging um, her honor, I guess, okay? So I asked the Lord about that, and he told me something, okay? We're not supposed to have bitterness in our hearts. Matter of fact, yes, Lord, I'm going to read that passage right now. Let me find it real fast. Oh, Lord. Okay. I think it's Romans. Let me check real fast, you guys. I should have already had this pulled up, but I've got several um, verses pertaining to this. I didn't really plan on doing it this way. See, that's why we don't <laughs> do plans, because the Most High, He directs this for us. So let me see if I can find it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not there. Sorry, guys. Give me one second. Make sure I find it for you guys because this is this is very important. The Lord was showing me something about this. Oh, there it is. Thank you, Lord. Okay. So in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 through 32, it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be you kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. So, Abba Yah was showing me that when you harbor bitterness, such as my mom, it's not good, okay? Abba is not going to move for us just because we've been hurt. He's not going to do that, okay? Because he calls us to be a peculiar people set apart from the world. The world seeks vengeance, all right? But what does the Lord talk about? What does he say about vengeance? I'm going to tell you what he, tell, what he says about it. Go to Romans chapter 12, verse, we're going to read verse 17 through 19, okay? He says, recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lies in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Okay? So the Lord clearly says here in Romans, that he will repay, all right? We're not to do anything, 
So what does the Lord say about us loving our enemies? Okay, let's turn to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, verse 27. Okay, it says, 27 through 28 says, But I say unto you, which hear, love your enemies, do good to them which hate you. Bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you. Okay, I can hear y'all right now saying, what? Why would I do that for my enemy? They hate me and blah, 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 blah. But let me tell you something. There's a, there's, a, there's a really big reason, a really great reason, a blessed reason why we are to love our enemies like Abba tells us to. I'm going to tell you why. Because brothers and sisters, the Lord says, in First Peter, I'm, look, look, I'm let him speak on this one. In First Peter, chapter three, verses eight through nine, he says, "Finally, be you all of one mind, having compassion one of another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but." contrary wise blessing knowing that you are there unto call that you should inherit a blessing that is the reason you guys the lord is going to repay every single man according to his work proverbs 24 through 29 i'm gonna read that to you guys proverbs 24 wait proverbs yeah Proverbs 24, verse 29. And this is what he says. Say not, I will do so to him as he has done to me. I will render to the man according to his work. That's what the Lord just said. The Lord said that he will render according, will render the man according to his work. But we are not supposed to uh you know repay with evil okay we're not supposed to do that because Abba Yah is going to do the repayment all right this is the whole point we are supposed to love our enemies matter of fact you're not convinced okay let me read Luke 6 verses 31 through 33 this is what it says and as you would that men should do to you, do you also to them likewise. We all heard about the golden rule. That's what it is. For if you love them which love you, what profit have you? What credit have you? For sinners also love those that love them. And if you do good to them which do good to you, what profit have you? For sinners also do even the same. So the Lord is saying, if you're doing if you're only being good to those who are good to you, you're just like the sinner. You're not set apart, okay? That does not please him. What pleases him is you being set apart, meaning you're doing things the world is not doing. You're doing things the world looks at as foolish and stupid, but the Lord knows it's not. So when he tells us to love our enemies, he knows what he's doing because he is going to be the one to judge them. It is judgment upon them. Okay, let me read verse 35. But love your enemies and do good 
and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and you shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Do you see what I'm saying? He says in scripture, the sun shines on the evil and the good. The rain falls for the evil and the good. So he does good even for the evil. All right. But when we, when we are doing what Abba has called us to do, which is to love our enemies, it's not for, it's not us being stupid. It's not us being weak. Okay. As a matter of fact, we're doing what we're supposed to do because Abba, he is the one that's going to repay. He is going to be the one to take out vengeance. Okay. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 22. I'm going to read that to you guys. Proverbs chapter 20. Hold on. Proverbs 20. Verse 22 says, Say not you, I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord and he shall save you. Do you see what I'm saying, brothers and sisters? This is why the Lord tells us not to take vengeance, not to do those things because he is going to do it. If you are a child of the Most High, yeah, you will not have to lift a finger because you know that whatever is done to you or someone you love or whatever, that Abaya is going to take care of it. But in the same token, you have to do your part. Believe it or not, this is a give and take relationship. You're going to have to, this is what it is. You have to love them and do good to them. In turn, when they keep on doing evil to you, it is adding judgment unto them to the point to where when the time comes, when the time comes, not your time, but Abiyah's time, he will do the judgment. He will do the repaying. Do you understand, brothers and sisters? This is why I brought up the example of my mother, because that was a very hard situation for me. And it really was. Because... I loved her so much. I wanted to believe that she had changed, you guys. I wanted to believe she gave her heart to the Most High God. I wanted to believe that she was hearing from him. But you guys, her fruit, her fruit proved to me that it was all a lie. It was revealed to me in my spirit that my mother did certain things to benefit herself. She saw the direction that I was going and she decided to use that to manipulate. My mom is a master manipulator. Do you see what I'm saying? On top of her being a narcissist and a liar, okay, <laughs> she is a master manipulator, okay? She seeks out people's weaknesses. She seeks out people's, you know what I'm saying? And she exploits it. I never knew that my mom was this conniving. I never knew. I never knew. My mother was locked up for 25 years. And when we were children, oh my God, we were terrified of her. You know, we, we didn't know any better. But now as an adult, I don't fear her. So I'm able to be clear and look and see, you know what I'm saying, what's going on. 
then it's up to me to either believe it and do what I have to do accordingly or not believe it and fall victim, okay? But one thing Abu Yah has made sure of in my life personally is that I would not be a victim. No matter what I went through, I was never going to be in a victim position because the Lord says in his word that all things are rendered as good to those that love him. Okay, so even the things that are evil that are done to us, he turns it around into a good situation for us. And that's true, but you have to stand on the word if you believe it. Okay, so in Matthew chapter, let's see, Matthew chapter 5, let's go to Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 48. And it says, You have heard that it has been said, You shall love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. <laughs> Excuse me. That you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he makes his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. That's what we said earlier. Then he says, For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans the same? And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be you therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Okay? So that's the same exact thing that I had said earlier. All right? About... This is what Abba commands us to do. You know what I'm saying? If you really love him, it doesn't matter. If you really love him, you're going to do what he tells you to do, period. All right? Yeah, it seems like a very hard thing to do. Oh, my enemy hates me, so I'm going to hate them. No. That's not what Abba has called us to do. Like I said, he is our father. He is our God. He is our avenger, okay? He is going to be the one to do it for us. Matter of fact, let's go to Exodus 14, 14. This is one of my most favorite passages. And I, I've, I've written this passage on my heart, you guys, because I love it. He says, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Do you hear me, brothers and sisters? The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. You don't have to do a thing. <laughs> now, granted, okay, you do have to make sure you protect yourself spiritually. But as far as revenge or fighting, you ain't got to do a thing. If you are a children, a child of the Most High, you don't have to lift a pinky. Abba, yeah, I got it. Real talk. Let's go to um, Romans chapter 12, verses 20 through 21, okay? Romans chapter 12, verses 20 through 21 says, Therefore, if your enemy hungers, feed him. If he thirsts, give him drink. For in so doing, you shall heap coals of fire on his head, okay? Remember, once again, this is part of the judgment, do you see what I'm saying? Abba Yah is going to judge those that are considered our enemies. But we are called to do good to them, period. Then he says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So when my mom sent me that text talking about everyone, I'm going to get mine. Everyone who has hurt her has you know, gotten theirs and I will too. That was the most evil 
thing I have ever seen a mother say to their child. I didn't think my mom was capable of being that way with me. I'm her oldest, her firstborn, you know. She oh, she thought she couldn't have children. And then here I come. The Lord blessed her with me and then my brother and then my sister. You see what I'm saying? But I'm her first. I'm her oldest. And these are the words she said to me. So, of course, I was a little, I was hurt. I mean, I'm still hurt. You know, I mean, I forgive my mom. I do. I forgive my mom. I, I really do. I forgive her because I pity her. I pity my mom. I, I, I'm working my butt off to go home. I want to go to Abuya. I, I'm not letting nobody get in the way. Matter of fact, thank you, Lord. In Matthew chapter 10, everybody turn to Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 through 38. This is what he says. He said, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I am come not to send peace, but a sword. So he's come to divide, not unite. Okay. So anyone talking about unity is lying and they do not understand or they are deceivers. Okay. The Lord came to divide, not unite. Then he says, for I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foe shall be they of his own household. He that loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that takes not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. He that finds his life shall lose it. And he that loses life for my sake shall find it. So, the Lord reminded me in this passage that it would be lovely for all of us to be on the same page. Mother, daughter, father, son, so on and so forth. But that is not the reality. That is not the spiritual reality. Okay? So, you have to understand there are people the devil is going to use against you. But you have to stand on the word of the Most High Yah. Okay? Let's go to um, Leviticus chapter 19 verses 18. Hold on. Leviticus 19 verses 18 says... <clears throat> Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. So anyone who holds a grudge or um, try to take vengeance against our people, and I'm talking about our people, us, those of us who are Hebrew Israelites, and really those who are, you know, grafted in. If you do things this way, the Lord is not pleased. We are not to do that. Once again, so that's proof positive that what my mom is saying to me about the Lord doing this for her is a lie. The Lord revealed to me she has a familiar spirit which allows her to see certain things, okay? Because she is. She's able to see certain things, know certain things that she shouldn't know or see. That's because there's a familiar spirit attached to her. She thinks it's the Abba Yab, but it's not. <laughs> it's just really not. So then it says uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 32... The Lord says, um, 32, 32, verse 35, he says, To me belongs vengeance and recompense. 
their foot shall slide in due time for the day of their calamity as it is at hand and the things that shall come upon them make haste abaya tells us we are to love our enemies and to do good to our enemies because he is going to judge them according to how they mistreat us let me say that one more time abaya tells us to love our enemies okay and to do good unto our enemies why because he is going to judge them he is going to repay them according to how they mistreated us all right so if you are truly a child of the most high yeah you are going to love now he doesn't tell us to to get beat up and stay in the situation no he's not saying that okay but what he is saying is to do right by everybody okay but not get abused but yes do right by everybody because it's judgment against your enemy that's it <laughs> that's it it is judgment against your enemy he also tells us in mark 11 uh verse 25 through 26 he tells us to forgive men their trespasses or else he won't forgive us ours so that goes along with my mom once again. She has not forgiven those that hurt her. Instead, she seeks vengeance and, you know, that's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you're supposed to forgive them because in turn, the Lord hasn't forgiven her for anything that she's done. She she plays this victim role like she's perfect, but we all know the only one that was perfect was Yahushua when he came on in the world. That was it. No one else, not even our <laughs> the first two, Adam and Eve, they screwed everything royally. You know, so we have to understand that there are going to be people that we love who are going to be used against us by the devil. Okay, but let me do a recap for you guys. You have to love your enemies. Okay, I'm not saying be in love with them. <laughs> you know, please do not mistake. Do not mistake, you know, what the world calls love and what the Lord calls, you know, what he says love is. You guys. We're not to do to others what they have done to us, okay? I have to learn that, my daggone self, <laughs> okay? I'm going to confess something to y'all. And I and, and the Lord said, you know, to stop, and I'm going to stop. Driving down the highway, someone put their brights in my face. I put my brights in a face. You know what I'm saying? Because irritating. Turn them off. But... That's rendering evil for evil. That person knows they're supposed to turn it off when they come up on vehicles. If they choose not to, it's because they don't want to. So why am I going to sit there and do it to them? I mean, it's just I'm doing the same thing as them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's little small stuff, you know, that, that we that we do. I'm not doing anything major, but little small stuff I think about. And I'm like, okay, let me change because that's not me being different. That's me being of them, and I'm not of them, okay? So please, family, thank you for tuning in. Be bold. Be strong, be courageous, you know what I'm saying? Trust in the Lord, you guys, all right? Here is a prayer that I pray to the Lord every once in a while. Not all the time. Um, I have a prayer that I pray all the time. But I'm going to give you guys a little insight on what I think about a lot, okay? So I've understood the personality of our forefathers, okay? And I pray to the Lord to help me to be more like them, all right? Moses pleased the Lord, okay? Pleased the Lord so much. And 
the Lord said that he is the most meekest man in the world, right? So I thought about that, and there's the seven fruits of the Spirit. Let me pull that up real fast. The seven... The seven fruits of the Spirit. Let me see if I can't find that passage. They give us, that's the one thing I hate about that. They don't. Is it Galatians? I think so. Galatians chapter 5. Let's turn to Galatians chapter 5, you guys. Verses 22 through 23. Yep. Thank you, Lord. Okay. So, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 through 23 are the fruits of the Spirit, right? It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law, right? So, when I see this, I have the love, I have the joy peace i had to work on long suffering because that goes with patience gentleness i had to work on goodness i got that the faith i got that on lock meekness i had to work on that temperance i had to work on that you know what i'm saying so i'm looking at this and a lot of it has to do with um being gentle you know I i'm such a hardcore fighter you know i'm a warrior you guys ah hear me roar. i'm a warrior so i realize i have to calm down <laughs> you know and bring it back so i prayed to the lord this is the prayer you know i pray that i could be meek like um moses and the Lord said that David has a heart after him. So I pray for that too, that I have a heart after David. Then the Lord tells us that Solomon is the most wisest man ever. Like there's none like him before him and after. But I pray to be wise like Solomon. You know what I'm saying? And then um, Enoch, you know, the Lord was so pleased with Enoch that he just took him. You know, Enoch didn't even die. He just took him. So I pray that I could please the Lord like Enoch. And then when I think about Yahushua, Yahushua was obedient from the beginning to the end. So I pray that I am obedient like Yahushua. You see what I'm saying? You know, these are the things I think about, you guys. And these are the things I pray for. And I'm giving you guys this advice or this little bit of information because, you know, this is, one, what goes on in my head. <laughs> so I'm sharing what goes on in here with you guys. But two, these are good things to think about, all right? Our ancestors, you know, they're... What, what, what was it about them that pleased the Lord so much? You know, look at Abraham. Abraham believed God and it was counted as righteousness to him. You know, so I always pray that too. I want to believe God like, like Abraham. You know, it was counted as righteousness because he believed God. You know, he was a hundred years old when he had Isaac. A hundred, no, maybe 101, <laughs> something like that. But either way, he was over a hundred years old when him and Sarah had Isaac. Okay, Sarah was 90. So, I mean, for the Lord to be like, you're going to have a kid. And the whole time, I mean, they've done live a whole life, almost a complete life. And they didn't have no children between the two. And for him to keep saying, you're going to have one. And Abraham's like, like, God, I'm 100 years old, really? <laughs> you know, and the Lord's like, yeah. And he was like, okay, I believe you. 
you say so, God, I believe you, you know, and, and it happened, you know, but the Lord said, because Abraham believed him, it was accounted as righteousness. So these are the things we have to think about and really for real meditate on and, you know, just try our best to 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 get to these levels and, and just just please Abba Yah, you guys. You have to understand that this life is not about us at all. This life is about Abba Yah. All right. He has made everything for himself, including us. First and foremost, for first and foremost us. Okay. We're his family. That's why he gets so heartbroken when there are so many that perish because we are his children. You know, he created us. He is a He's a paternal parent, parent, you guys. I mean, he loves us. And when you decide not to obey him, when you decide that you're going to do what you want regardless, it's heart-wrenching to him. And I understand. I don't have children of my own. And it was his will. And I'm fine with that. But I have a very strong maternal instinct. You know, I love babies. I love children teenagers young adults they're all it doesn't matter i love all all children and i can imagine the hurt and the pain that he goes through all the time thousands of years of hurt and pain there are hundreds of thousands of millions of people in hell every day and hell enlarges itself because people just don't want to do what the lord wants them to do and it's going to increase even more and i know abia is crying he's so sad you know, it, it's it's like, wow, Yahushua, I know he's like, what in the world? Like, you know, I didn't mean to ramble, you guys. It's just, we have to love our enemies. We have to be set apart, okay? So with that being said, I love you all. Family, thank you for your time and for tuning in. Shalom.